Okay, so good morning, everybody. Welcome to breakfast and a class. So, Chodesh Tov. So, uh, we know that from now until uh, at least t- to the 12th or 13th of uh, the month of Sivan, we don't say Tachanun. So, everybody likes that, right? So, I, I posted in one of the classes that there were certain rabbis who said that there was more trepidation for them when they came to Shavuot than coming to Rosh Hashanah. And it's interesting because Rabbeinu Hari and the Shalak Kadosh bring that on Rosh Hashanah, we're judged, as we know, we're judged for health and if we're going to live the year and our Parnassah uh, for the year. But on Shavuot, they say that each of us is judged on the success that we're going to have on a spiritual side, on our Ruchanit, on our learning. This comes on on Shavuot. And many of us, we, we take time during our tefillah, we stop during Rifa'enu to pray for health for specific people, we stop during Barechenu to pray for sustenance for certain people. But we have to realize that when it comes to Shavuot, we should be praying for ourselves that we should be successful in our, in our spiritual side, in our learning. So someone sent me a story posted by uh, Rabbi Fran. Rabbi Friend, he says that the judgment of a person on Shavuot for their learning is based on their cheshek. It's based on their desire to learn. He says the more a person shows Hashem that he wants to learn, the more Hashem is going to bless him with the success in learning. And he says that this is what we have to demonstrate in these days now We're at Rosh Chodesh. We come this Thursday night to Shavuot. And maybe that's one of the reasons we're staying up all night to show Hashem our desire to learn. And he, and he, he tells his story that he said there was a certain uh, Mohel from Manchester, England. And this happened a few years ago. And he wanted to do something to help other people. So he went to the Ukraine and he was going to perform circumcisions in the Ukraine for the people there because they didn't have so many mohels in the Ukraine so he wanted to go volunteer to do what he can so when he got there he was met by a rabbi from Muncie who was visiting the Ukraine at the same time and the rabbi from Muncie maybe the guy you're going to be with uh, he said that the rabbi from Muncie he told him to describe your most memorable experience from the from the Ukraine so the mohel said that he once went to perform a milah in some off-the-beaten-track little town in the Ukraine. And he says at one time, the Ukraine was a vibrant uh, center of Jewish life and Jewish living. It was a country of Hasidim, men of action. And today there's very little Jewish life. And in this town, he said, there was next to nothing. So he said that the Mohel found the, the Brit Milah is supposed to take place in the synagogue. And he walked into a building, and he saw there were a number of people gathered in the building. And he asked them, what time are you going to pray here? What time is davening? And, they, and he said, when is the minyan? And they looked at him curiously, and they asked, daven? We don't know how to daven. The Mo'el asked, if you don't know how to daven, then what are you all doing here in shul? And the person explained, there are two different things. There is davening, and there is coming to shul. We don't know how to daven, but still a Jew has to come to shul. 
So it says morning and evening, these Jews in the Ukraine would come to the synagogue and sit around and schmooze. And they had no idea how to daven. They couldn't tell you a sidor from the right side to the left side, upside down, whichever way. He says, so they might not achieve level B, which is tefillah, but they achieve level A, which is coming to shul. So Rabbi Fran asks, when he tells the story, he says, I wonder how this looks to Hashem in heaven. People don't know how to pray. They know they're supposed to pray. They feel bad that they're unable to pray. But at least they, de- they demonstrate to Hashem their desire to come to the synagogue. He says it would seem that such behavior gives much nachad ruach to the Ribbono Olam. And he says this is an example of cheshek, the desire to come closer to the master of the universe. He says we have to do it ourselves. We pray every day in the Amidah. You give Adam knowledge, understanding. We have to pray that Hashem should give us the understanding. We have to focus on the words, just like we focus on the words that Hashem should bless us with health and He should bless us with Parnassah. We have to focus that Hashem should give us understanding to learn Torah. We say before the Shema, Avat Olam, we say, and when we say the Avat Olam, when we say in, the, in Shachrit, and when we say, in our beat, we're talking about the Torah and learning Torah. And we should focus on the words that we're really asking Hashem to help us with the Torah. Rabbi Abitain always used to say that a person could never be successful in Torah without Hashem's help. And this is why we pray every morning, we say the bracha on the Torah that we're asking Hashem to help us in our learning of the Torah. We always need Hashem to help us in the Torah. We can't do it on our own. And if we show Hashem the desire in these few days before we get to the holiday of, uh, of Shavuot, then Bezerat Hashem, Hashem is going to bless us that we should not only be successful on, a, on health and happiness and, and prosperity, but we should also be successful on our spiritual side and our learning. Baruch Adonai Amen, amen.